today is um today's um tenth, I believe. Today is April tenth, twenty twenty one. I'm sitting here laying here in my bed. <laughs> I have David Chen by my side. We're laying in the same bed naked. Yeah. David absolutely nude. <laughs> David, how's it going? Um I, I, I want to start off by just saying that I I really appreciate being able to record re- frequently. Like I remember at some points we would I can't even imagine now that like sometimes we would just go like ten days without recording. I know. It just seems I remember when you were like starting to get situated at Harvard. Yeah, we went like two weeks often without recording, I feel like. Yeah, that seems so unfathomable now. Yeah. Like, I can't I can't imagine doing this for two weeks and not oh shit man I don't know this has definitely been helping though um <sighs> okay I'm just gonna tell you this story alright um tell me so today I went so just to recap the day this morning I woke up pretty late um went to go planning on going playing some tennis with some with a friend and then ended up seeing that the courts were full so we just took a walk came back had a meeting with a pod interested person who was thinking about making a podcast and then I wanted to go play spike ball with some people in the club swim, uh, club swimming. It was fun. It was it was very warm outside. It was like seventy three degrees, so that's why I was like, I should probably take advantage of the weather. And I was coming back, so the person of interest, um, I'm just gonna call her Anna, whatever. Anna lives in Winthrop House, which is like right by the river. So I was like, you know, well, might as well just like maybe as I go home, take a detour, just go by there. Like, what what happens if like she's just there, like? randomly so i took the way and turns out right as i was walking by the house she she was just walking out too she was planning on going to play some volleyball with a friend and yeah and tagged along and played some volleyball totally spontaneously it was fun it was it was fun it was exciting and i don't know man it, i definitely wouldn't have wanted to turn it down that that would have been that would have felt worse but Oh, it feels like I can't escape it now. Hmm. Like, it was a cool moment. Like, damn, that's interesting. Just how this all came up. But I, I don't want to go back. I, I was just getting comfortable with this all. Well, then you're not getting comfortable with this all. You, I thought then it's not over with. I was. It was not going to be over with to begin with. I was never over it. Exactly, but like, if if all it takes is to, oh, firework just went off. Sorry, startled me. But if all it takes is for you to just see her or spontaneously like tag along with her, something that simple to just like reopen the wound, like you you barely had a scab forming, and now it's just it's probably back to where it was. Then it's not. Then you're not healing properly. This isn't real healing. Well, what, what? So should I just like cut off my interactions with her? No. Well, I think do you I should do what we talked about. Really? Yeah. I really think it's the only way to solve this problem. And I just think you've gotten used to avoidance. I'm not saying that I'm not like judging you because yeah, I yeah, often yeah. avoid things. But, but seriously, I mean, you'll forever just have a scab waiting to be reopened. You'll never form scar tissue. 
it's not you're not you're not truly healing, David. You're just forgetting, which is worse. Yeah, <laughs> and I know it feels like we're like back to where we were, but but I don't think you agree with me. That's the thing. That's 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 worrying. I'm not disagreeing with you. I also understand that this might be the solution. I am just so afraid. I'm mm. just so afraid. So yeah, afraid. and I was a little, I was a little kind of bummed out last podcast when you told me that you were kind of just like, mm. and like I'm just kind of moving on. And I, I don't not know, moving on, not moving on. I just want to take it organically. Like just well, yeah, that that I agree with, but I think what does that even mean to or organically like to just I don't know never don't confess know. your feelings or to well no and then just like waiting to see what happens and letting it it itself reveal itself. I don't think it ever will. Really? Well, think about her personality type, like. Do you think she would ever like just suddenly reach out to you or like suddenly break the ice to you like her? She decides. Do you think she would ever do something like that? Or do you think it's going to have to come from you? I'm not. I'm not I don't know. I, I really don't know. I don't know. And that's the thing. Like, it's hard to say what kind of if that's that type of person, you know, like it's. Mm-hmm. It's a hard judge. It's a hard judge. But I don't know. Here's the thing. I'm planning on doing this. I'm, I'm going to be hanging out with her on Wednesday. And um, yeah, if it comes, yeah. If, it, if it feels like the right moment, if it feels like the right moment, okay. If it feels like the right moment, I'll do it. But But let me tell you this. Don't expect to just not be afraid. And don't use you being afraid as an excuse not to do it. What do you think because, is the right moment? Because it will never be the right moment. David, oh, you will yeah, never have right. the right moment. This fear will never go away. You'll, you, there won't be a day where you wake up and you're like, oh, I'm not afraid of that at all. I'm just suddenly, I can just go up to her and tell her it's never going to happen. It's what you have to do is overcome this fear and then you can move on. This is the obstacle. It's literally the only one. Curious to see if you can do it. God damn it, man. Why are you going to put it that way? Because <laughs> I'm curious, David. I'm <sighs> curious. It, okay. I kind of feel is, like a zoo animal right now, but okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to turn you into an animal, but I mean, I, I think this is more important than any assignment you've done at Harvard, if I'm being honest. I, I think I'm going to have to agree with you on that. This is what college is really about. And you you have to do this. You can't just say you have anything else going on because this is the most pressing due date. This is the this is the assignment that really matters, and you know that. And you, and you all you always slide back to to feeling this like oh fuck, it, it won't go away. I mean, I just want to be realistic because I've felt exactly what you're feeling before maybe not to to the degree you are but i've I've felt something very similar and it never goes away Mm -hmm. never does so just you can crumble up 
that possibility and throw throw it away. It's not going to happen. Mm. Which leaves you with one option or two options. You can be depressed and just never handle this. And that's not very you. That's, and when I think of David Chen, I don't think of someone who's just going to avoid this situation and just try to forget about it. And just, that's not very David Chen, if you ask me. I think David Chen is someone who's going to wake the fuck up one day and say, hey, let's handle my shit. I need to express myself. I need to tell this person how I feel so I can move on. Because that's how I handle things. Mm. Yeah. Hey, yo, random question, man. Do you think I'm self-conscious? Yeah. I think you're just really good at hiding it. I mean, I don't think... Well, I I think... Well, because when I first met you, I thought you weren't self-conscious at all. Not even a little bit. Like, I thought you were just like fully living in the moment like i don't give a fuck what anyone thinks but uh, i can tell that you're i mean and this is coming from the most self-conscious person in the world no one is as self-conscious as me so i'm not trying to like act like i'm on some higher level than you because i'm not not looking down um but you're and and like everyone every like most people are self-conscious but yeah you're definitely you are self-conscious i mean look at the predicament you're in I think this has to do with your self-esteem and your self-consciousness. My self-esteem, yeah. How insecure do you think I am? I'm curious. Well, from, from if it from wasn't for how's it going, opinion. if it wasn't from how's it going. Wait, 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 wait. what do you mean? From uh, but I'm factoring about? everything I know about you. Yeah, everything. Oh yeah, I think so I think you have a low. I think you have a low self-esteem. Low self-esteem? Yeah, I think you, I think your self-esteem is. Uh, Oh, okay. I, sorry. I, I, I want to make sure I heard low or it, it was yeah, low. low. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I definitely think you're confident in some areas and I think that you're not confident in others. Like I think you can go up and give a speech in front of thousands of people. And I think that you can, you and you and I could literally sit down and have a conversation with the president without being nervous. Like I think we're confident in those respects, but I think when it comes to putting faith in ourselves and just like thinking highly of ourselves, uh, that's that's what I don't think. <laughs> that's when I think you and I fail. Because uh, oftentimes I think I'm just pathetic. <laughs> and I have no idea where this like person came from. Mm. You know what I mean? Like when did I just start thinking of myself as just pathetic? I can't even, I feel like I felt this way my whole life. Like when, when did I learn this? When did this narrator come about? Mm. And do you, do you know, have you felt this way for a long time, David? Yeah. And again, it's like when you hide it, you kind of forget about it. Yeah. 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 I, I, I just, I just wanted to hear it. You know, I want to I totally. It. Sometimes you just want to hear it from someone else too. Yeah. But that's something we can work on. And, and, and trust me, I have tried to solve this self-esteem thing. Like, I'll never forget when I was early January this, this year. I went on a hike to Snelling right after I got hired at Starbucks. And that was when I, got a, when I walked into the boar den and the rattlesnake's den. You remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that day I was so self-conscious and I just kept telling myself like, no, you're good looking. No, I don't hate your voice. No. And I realized that that approach just 
Oh God, sorry. Just kind of got interrupted. But telling yourself a story over and over again to battle <laughs> like the, the other story you have, none of that even matters. It's about just forgetting about all the stories. And that's, that's where we need to be. That's the quiet confidence that we need to achieve. Yeah. That, but I didn't want to take up too much of your turn, so I'm sorry about that. What? No, I think we long established there's no such thing as turns anymore. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, if, um, I'm curious when you first started to realize that I, I was a very self conscious and low self esteem person. It, I honestly kind of went a long way thinking that you were like very highly confident. Even when we did We the Students, I always thought you were just way more confident than me because I always was. I always admired one your ability to speak. It was just so much. It, you were so far ahead of me when we first started podcasting. And I was like, damn, this guy just doesn't care. He doesn't even, he just talks. And I was, I was like, Jesus. Like, I thought you had, I mean, you are confident in some areas. Like, I'm not saying, but, but damn, I thought, yeah, I really thought you had it together, David. And I think most, I would say everyone you know besides me <laughs> thinks you have it together. So don't worry. This is our secret. Okay. I, I think people should be aware of that. I don't think people should hold me on some sort of... No, I agree. Pedestal. But I think as we started to do this podcast is when I began to realize uh, the issues is this podcast. Because I, I never really... It's never really able to tell, ever. Like, even when we... Like, all the trips we've done, every time we've hung out, every time we played tennis, never knew until the, the, how's it going seriously yeah yeah <laughs> but still there wasn't like a moment where you guys like wait this guy is fucking fake <laughs> like no and i don't i don't think you're fake i don't think you're fake at all i don't think you're fake and i never thought you were fake because i always had a suspicion that's the thing like i i like i always thought you were confident but I, I, I actually had, there's like a part of me that was like, mm, there's something about David that just something's not right. Something is not right. And I think I knew something wasn't right when I saw just how you handled high school. Like, I just don't think anyone's all right when they're like relieved to get into Harvard or they're like just bummed out if they get a four instead of a five on an AP test. No one can be all right when they have those expectations put on themselves. And that's how I knew that something was wrong because it's just impossible to have good mental health when, when those are, <laughs> that's what your parents have told you you need to be your whole life. Mm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Makes, it makes so much sense when you look back, you know, as like she, it, yeah, it all makes sense. Um, yeah, but I wanted to ask you, like, how how's your day been going? It has been exactly like yesterday, if I'm being honest. Exactly like yesterday. Work. I had this new this new like philosophy I'm applying to work because I've always had a weird relationship with work. I I used to like my first job, Rayleigh's. I would like often just want to go cry in the bathroom because I get I got so bored. I got so bored that I like wanted to cry because of how boring it was. Like if they kept me for a 10 hour shift and I was just outside pushing carts after seven hours, like it drives you insane. 
And so I just never knew like, how can I make this a challenge? Like, how can I make entry level work work for me? <laughs> how can I prevent crying in the bathroom or or wanting to cut my hours down to practically nothing? And I think I have found something that's kind of it's helping me cope. And it's like doing your best work. Like now every day I go to Starbucks, I try to be the fucking best. Like I am probably really annoying to work with because I don't chill anymore. Like if there's my, my, the best feeling is when someone is ordering and I overhear their order and I make it before they even pay for it. And then I hand it to them as they're getting their receipt. Like I, that's what I shoot for now. And I, I guess having that challenge and like, I don't know, it makes it fun and it like, it's more stimulating. And I just was able to get through a 30 hour week without, without any fuss with myself like no issues at all like usually a 30 hour week by the end of it i never want to work again but you know i'm good and like i worked a six hour shift today nothing fine i'm good so i just wanted to highlight that because i'm proud of myself for figuring something out yeah that's powerful yeah yeah um and then just to touch up on the seasonal depression it's it's fucking just real. It is so real and I am not tricking myself because today I really was like, can we take a step back? Like I'm going to separate myself from this seasonal depression and I'm going to just go outside with an empty mind and just let's just see how I feel. And believe it or not, it started out really well. Like I got a really nice outfit on. I put on like an old concert tee and shorts and glasses. And I went to go drive to Fresno to go develop my film because I, I had like three reels I needed to do. So I, I'm driving down in the first 20 minutes. Great. And the farther I got on the highway and the more exposure to the sun and heat and dead grass. And I just slowly took a toll on me and I could feel it just starting. And, and I even told myself as I felt it beginning, I was like, can I intervene? Like, what can I do now? I feel it happening. What can I do now? And I tried everything. I tried putting on different music. I tried, I have three pairs of sunglasses and I tried to put on my darkest pair. Um, and it just seeped in. And I just had those flashbacks and all those false memories of like what I talked about in the last episode with the house and the dead grass. It all just like came in at the same time. And by the time I got to Fresno, I felt fucking awful. It was terrible. And so I didn't even stay to get food or anything. Usually when I go to Fresno, I stop by Thrift Center because that's like my favorite thrift store. I stop by like maybe I get Chick-fil-A or some food place. No, didn't even stay because I just wanted to go home and lock myself in my room to hide. And so I just booked it home. And I, now I feel great though. Now I feel good. Mm-hmm. I, I I went out for a stroll as the sun was setting and it was nice and cool. And yeah, it just, I I just felt like, I felt nice. I felt really good once the sun went down. And at this point, I'm almost positive. I could confidently self-diagnose, like seriously. It's, It's just so blatant and there's nothing else in my mind and everything else is going right for me. I, and I, I, I properly express everything I feel. Nothing is going wrong and I feel like shit. I, I mean, I don't know what to say, you know? Hmm. 
So I, I know I've said this again and again on this podcast, but like, I think I'm, I'm ready to no longer be like, do I, or do I not? I think now I should start being like, what can I do now that I've decided that I have seasonal depression? Like, what are the next steps I could take? And yeah, I'm going to try some drugs because <laughs> we got to do something about this. Uh, and I'm going to move from the city. Because there's honestly no worse place to be if you have seasonal depression than Merced during the summer. Because fuck, man, the sun does not stop shining and it's so hot and every piece of grass is dead. So I got to get the fuck out of here for for my mental, like literally for my sake. It's 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 so weird. I know it's just fucking weird, but it's what needs to be done. So that's what I'm, yeah. Yeah, I, I I think that's man. We are. I think I think what what uh what Kim said is right. Like, at least you you are very very aware of yourself. I think. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, but sometimes like, to a fault, but sometimes to my own benefit. It depends. Yeah, I don't know. It just feels like the type of conversation we're having is like. Shit, man. I feel like we're a bit, we're like maybe 10 years too early for this stuff. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're never too early. And this, this self awareness that I've kind of developed, and I'm not saying I'm like, like, I bet obviously there's people who are more self aware than me. And I'm not saying that means I'm better than anyone, but like the self awareness I've developed was just out of necessity because I just wanted answers. Like, I just, I tried to, I was so depressed and so like, I just felt like I was tormented for so long that I needed to separate. I needed to separate myself from my emotions as far as I could go away. So I could, I could be an observer rather than just have these emotions control me. And I think that's a very healthy place to be is to be an observer. Like if, if you just let your emotions guide you before looking at them and really studying them, and you're not really in control of yourself at all. So becoming an observer is, I think, a very important step in, in just being happy is what, I've, is what I've decided. I think both you and I can, can learn from that. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. But that's, that's really all I had to share, man. Um, yeah. I... Maybe, maybe very, 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 very deep down, I wanted all this to happen. Because now it's really unearthing who I truly am to myself. Mm. Right? Fuck this illusion of I'm fucking stable or whatever. I'm not. Yeah. So fucked up. Yeah. And I, and I honestly, it sounds mean, but I love to hear it, David. Like, I yeah. loved it to hear you admit that to yourself. Yeah. I agree. Me too, man. I'm, yeah. So. Yeah. And just know that like you don't need to be <laughs> like you don't need to be fucking perfect, dude. Mm -hmm. Like don't ever. Yeah. And I know and I know you know that, but damn. I mean, I think that's something that was instilled in you very young. No, so. I don't think I don't I don't think I'm a perfectionist. That's one thing I want to make very clear. Like mm. I've tried answering that question. I don't think I don't think I truly am, honestly. Really? I think my my thing is no, I truly am not. 
like especially with mm. the things that I do in terms of my work. No, definitely not. And I'm thinking about. I think, I think I'm a big fan of illusion to myself. Like I, I, I love tricking myself apparently, and telling myself I'm I'm this type of person, and then I try so hard to to be that. And it's always going to be like clothes. You're going to remove them one day. It's going to get dirty. It's going to get sweated in. You're going to have to take it off. And yeah, I think this is the first time I'm really taking it off. If if I do tell her all this stuff, that may be the first time I truly take off my clothes, metaphorically. I mean, literally, I don't think you've been in a situation where you're that vulnerable, really. No, like that's tough to do so i think it's gonna be a good milestone for me and we'll definitely talk about it on the podcast yeah um hopes are not high but then again i don't think hopes should be high for these types of things yeah yeah and realistic expectations are important and it's like 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 we said in march i mean you don't want these things that happen by chance deciding your happiness yeah because we don't want to fall, we don't want to make the same mistakes we made in March. Like, I need this college to accept me to be happy, or I need this girl to to love me to be happy. Hmm. You know? Yeah, maybe that's the thing too. I'm what what I'm afraid of is that like maybe all of this is just to to validate myself. Like, someone else out there cares for me the way I care for them. I guess. Mm. I think not knowing that not knowing that hurts me. I think that's the problem. Mm. you know do you, do you really think it is i think so i i'm trying to quote unquote you know, yeah like sure search my own feelings um i i think there's that at least a bit of that how like like if, if i were to find out yes that's like obviously it's validating it's like okay i i'm interesting enough to to have someone be interested in me you know yeah yeah well i'm glad you told me this this is huge um because that means that? i mean do you oh have i felt that before yes yeah. and i would always want validation from everyone like i would want i always wanted to be that friend that everyone wanted to hang out with mm-hmm. and i always wanted to be invited to everything and i was like yeah that's who i always wanted to be uh and during quarantine when i did therapy i realized that that'll never make you happy because you're relying on others and that just means you need validation from yourself because you never got it from the people you grew up with. And you need to learn how to get validation from yourself before you go searching from for validation for other, from other people. Because one, it's unfair to both parties. Uh, and two, yeah, it's inconsistent. So really, you do have to learn to, to use yourself to make yourself less lonely, to make yourself feel more loved, to make yourself feel validated. And once you can do that, you can be released from the shackles of searching it from these like scarce places, like a girl that you're not even sure she likes you or not. I mean, that's, that is a weak foundation, you know, it doesn't get weaker than that, but yourself is always there. So I don't know how, and this is where, this is where like my knowledge ends because if I was a therapist, I could tell you ways to validate yourself, David, but like, I can't, all I can tell you is that 
that's what you have to work on you know yeah. it's it's just so weird i never knew that like i could make myself feel less lonely or i could comfort myself but that's like all you really have at the end of the day so yeah that's and that's something you can try in your journaling and this is something i've done before is to almost split yourself and talk to yourself and like play with the first second and third person and kind of validate yourself. Like I'll often rant in my book, rant in my journal, and then like write back to myself in like a validating way. And I don't know, just showing that compassion to yourself, it, it boosts your confidence big time and it helps with everything else. So yeah, I guess I could recommend trying that, David, if you, I mean, I hope I'm not being too much of a therapist because like at the end of the day, like I am your friend, David, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I hope you don't, I hope, I don't want you to just feel like I'm here to like, just be your therapist because, because hmm. like, this is what I like to do. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Anytime my friends are doing bad or like not feeling well, I just, you know, I just want them to feel better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, and. No, and I, I just try to offer all the advice I have. And if it gets annoying or if it gets kind of repetitive, just tell me. Because no, I don't think it will. I won't stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I appreciate this. And it's I just I think I need to think a bit more now. So I think I think, yeah, that's really all I have to say, I guess. That's all I have to say too. Okay. Yeah. So thank you, Cal, again. Yes, um, yes. Like And thank you, I, David. I don't really know how to really convey appreciation beyond words as of this point, but I'm going to have to stick with that for now. Yeah. That's all, that's all I need. All right. Well, this is how David Chen and what's your middle name, David? Du Hao. This is how David Du Hao Chen yeah. and Cal, Cal Henry Sladenfeld <laughs> on 4, 10, April 10th, 2021.